Oh, sorry, Vern. <laughs> didn't mean to wake you up. I just didn't want you to miss today's big entertainment extravaganza. That's right, Burn. Today's the big day when your old buddy Ernest P. Worrell will go down in those big fake history books. Just think, Burn. Kids in the future will have my name as one of the multiple choices on all their history exams, like, like below the equator or or textiles or or even none of the above. Well, going back to sleep, Burn. You still got a couple hours. Oh, and Burn. I like you, little bear. <laughs> Blue bear. Welcome to Three Films in a Podcast, the show where Destiny brought together three friends to enhance each other's cinematic journey by watching three new movies in a series of themed rounds. There is no claim of ownership on any film footage used in this episode, as all film footage is owned in its entirety by the copyright holders. And just like every car in Too Fast, Too Furious, this podcast contains spoilers. Enjoy! Hello and welcome back to season two of Three Films and a Podcast, the show where Destiny commanded three friends to challenge each other's cinematic persuasion by watching three new movies in a series of themed rounds. My name is Matt Weiler, coming to you from Pleasant Grove, Utah, and I'm joined as always by Tyler Beck in Portland, Oregon. Hello, everybody. And we have Ben Lawhorn up in Salt Lake City. Ben? Ben? Has anyone seen Ben? Ben? Looks like Ben is not with us tonight. Um, we'll have to figure out where he's at. Uh, my Iron Man, my Cal yeah. Ripken, he failed me. The one thing we could count on. But for those of you who are new to the show or those of you who are returning, our goal as a podcast is to establish an active movie club um, in this online community. Uh, what started as a movie discussion in a group chat has evolved into a podcast with the intent of including you, yes you, in our growing movie club community. On social media, we are at Three Films Pod, and you can find us and all of our merch and our Patreon at threefilmspod.com. Today, we are lucky enough to be joined by our friends from the 88 Mile Per Hour podcast, Santos and Freddy. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on, guys? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I was just, I, I mean, I was talking to you guys a little bit before we started recording, but um, yeah, I listened to your half baked episode. Like, like almost literally right before we started recording. And then I jump on this with you guys. So it's kind of, you were, right. went from in my head to in my eyes. And it's, uh, That's it's right. a treat. That's it's nice thing. to have you guys. We are yeah. here finally. Yeah, man. Well, it's nice. Yeah. Yes, it's us. Yeah, yeah, we're happy to be here, you guys. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we're um, stoked to yeah. have you. I, I know where your friend's at, bro. Where is he? The troll got him. Oh, oh the troll. yes. Oh, I, yeah. wanted, I wanted to say that, but I'm like, ah, I don't want to intro the intro. <laughs> no, like please. this is your guys' show. No. Like I stay quiet. I'm like, nah, I gotta wait till you introduce. No, this we is typically our show try now. to find it, like work a some sort of funny tie into the movie and the intros. But the only thing I could think to do was do an earnest impression, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna subject. Just say, hey, Vern. Then you're all, hey, Vern. Hey, Vern. Hey, know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while till today. I mean, I just like this was good. I was like, wow, because I, I grew yeah. up watching him on, you know, in the commercials in eighties. Yeah. I was an eighties yeah. kid, and he, it was just hilarious. You know, it he was would, something. <laughs> he can sell you anything, you know. It's just so funny. Hey, Vern. Yeah, you like this, Vern. What are you he doing? He's a charming dude. Oh, just hilarious. Just uh, and and he was good friends with Robin Williams. You know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were good friends. Huh. Well, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about like yourselves, about your podcast, so that you know everyone can kind of get to know where you guys are coming from a little bit. Santos. Okay. All right. So, uh, eighty-eight miles per hour podcast stems back to. 2014 is when it originally started. Uh, it was a version of another podcast that I'm, I currently do with my brother. And it was the Brothers Bear podcast where we talk all geek related stuff, news, whatever, whatever the hell we want to talk about. And we look back almost like this, where we talk about whatever, even growing up and so on and so forth. But I love the 80s like a lot. Like I'm all about the 80s and movies and music and toys, all that stuff. So it always became the gag on the show where I get made fun because, oh, that's the 80s guy, you know, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> At that point, it's when I started developing like, oh, you know, I just do a side podcast. So at the time, I knew someone where we, we got together and we created the like, you know, the 88 miles per hour podcast. It's like it's all just 80s. At that point, when we started doing it, 
it was strictly 80s nothing before oh, okay. 80 nothing 90 if, if we even started the conversation dude i was so strict on it no gotta stay 80s everything Wrong 80s. decade yeah and and then at that point my co-host who was renata she she ended up taking off and i brought in one of my friends named max and we started co-hosting then i brought another friend a co-worker who also loved the 80s and her name was chelsea she came on so it was us three then at that point um we took a break from the show because things got really hectic life and everything and then max brought it back for a while with chelsea and then they had a, a while where they then i finally got the show back because it had more availability so they took off started their own thing whatever and i brought back 88 needed a co-host because i don't want to do it by myself i'm yeah. like <laughs> I, no can't, I can't do that nah and then that's <laughs> when i i knew freddie because i i interviewed him back when from brothers bear podcast days where he came in studio we talked about music because he's you know well he'll, he'll tell you about himself and at that point i was like you know what he's all about depeche mode I want to do uh, Depeche Mode 101, the documentary. Um, I brought him on and he was like, hey, bro, like, I love this. If you ever want to use me again, like, hit me up. COVID happened. He wasn't doing any concerts, tours. So I brought him on. And since then, this guy's been doing the show with me. And yeah, and it's, it's pretty much now what the show is. It's no longer about 80s. It's really mm. just, as we put it, we hop into a DeLorean and travel back in time yeah. to revisit the stuff that we grew up with and what we love and you know we'll try to we'll, we'll we'll talk about life story stuff that happens you know and it's like the last episode we um the by the time this post maybe i don't know if it'll be up but it's white castle we did a harold and kumar go to white castle and oh the first you half, did do it because in yeah. your half-baked episode you were uh debating whether or not you would do it or not yeah, yeah. no <laughs> well we did do it you know but the first half we kind of we just talked we randomly talked we actually talk about how we discovered like going to white castle eating there blah 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 so it's never just strictly the movie and gotcha. then at the end i always provide a song of the week it's just stuff that before it was always all 80s like my mix of 80s music now it's a mixture of stuff stuff that i love just to introduce people like hey here's some stuff check it out and yeah so that's you know 88 that's what it is and you know i'm the from the beginning till now i'm the main host but i have my co-host and freddie will tell you about himself yeah, well, it's been it's been a great ride since the pandemic. And that's like Santos mentioned, um, I'm a full time musician. I do a tribute to Depeche Mode. been doing that for 10 years. I'm a full time musician, uh, DJ producer. So my life is music and film. And when we started doing this, I was like, well, wow, this is something I really would like to uh, participate in. Cause I grew up with I, I was an 80s kid. I grew up in the I was an MTV kid. I was a first yeah. You know, all of that, um, you know, the movie that we're uh, reviewing today. I mean, I grew up watching him and commercials. So all of this stuff, I can I can share my stories and and kind of revisit how I felt back then when I would experience these 80s icons and, you know, movies and stuff. So it's funny you say it like uh, I've had this conversation with a few people. They'll ask me like, oh, how's, how have you been recently? I'm like, oh, I'm having a things are going really well. And they'll, they'll say like, that's a weird thing to say during, during a pandemic like this. Right. But <laughs> yeah. like there, it seems like for a lot of people, it's opened some doors to some stuff that maybe you wouldn't have had access to, or, or, you know, well, you I have think had exposure to. Yeah. Well, I think the pandemic really opened up our brains mm -hmm. because we have brains that we can actually just, we're, we're creative human beings and we had to do something to escape the darkness that yeah. was among us. And, and I'm a very creative person. So I had to really, to be sane person in this world today, I really had to just dig in and reminding me when I was a kid in my bedroom, you know, creating these, um, these, you know, projects, a band or doing a painting or so I went back to that during the pandemic and it really helped me. That's why I said it feels oh, it's how are you doing? It feels great. Well, I feel great. You know, I feel yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like shit. Excuse the word. Sure. I mean, so oh, yeah, can we you curse? can curse here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. that's okay. You just have to you just have to answer to Matt's dad, Steve. Yeah, OK, that's... sorry. Well, we can, you know, I can afford like the hate poop. mail. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't want to feel like poop anymore. So I wanted to kind of just, you know, just reach out and really dig deep, dig deep in the creative process of our brains. And I've, I mean, I've done so many things now. The show 88 miles per hour has been 
you know, part of my life now and I don't want to leave it. It's, it's kind of been a part of my life. It saved me from being in this darkness, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it saved me from like just being around and escaping for a few hours, you know, and I'm pretty sure that's how you guys felt. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had this little movie club, like we talk about in the intro, just the three of us, we'd have like a group chat. And then uh, Ben, who's not with us here tonight, he was like, why don't we just like do this on tape and record it and put it out as a podcast and sort of went from there. And, you know, like I I don't live uh, in the same state as those guys. Um, And so it's helped me stay connected to them and just, you know, I can log on and we could talk about some movies for a while and work on something creative together. And yeah, it's been it's been a blast. And I think uh, I, I, I think kind of like we talked about, I think eventually, despite all the negative things that the pandemic and everything that we're going through has brought about, like, I do think it's going to perspectives will change a little bit in the way that we view how we connect and the availability of the connection. I think we'll start to appreciate that or we'll, you know, it's, it's really driving home that appreciation for me anyways. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, of course. I mean, I appreciate that we're able to do this. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, cause you guys where you guys are on the West coast somewhere, right? Yes. Yeah. It's West coast. Yeah. So it's LA, like, you Los know, Angeles. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Bro, you're, all... more, you're more Hollywood. Eh? You're like in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. That's where this guy is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I grew up in LA. I mean, I grew up in LA. I, I yeah. Been... We're like LA kids, right? Yeah. We're, we're yeah. LA kids. I mean, I grew up in, you know, like Long Beach area, Southgate. And, uh, and then I've worked, I lived in Glendale, Pasadena area. And then I've lived in Santa Monica for a while. And then I've lived, now I will live in West Hollywood. So I'm an LA kid. I, I yeah. you know, I, but I we would never would have had the opportunity to do something like this, right. maybe even a few years ago, you know? So oh, of course yeah. it's pretty yeah. rad. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> we're, we're, we're stoked to have you guys on. Um, for grateful for you guys joining us. And, uh, every time I host, I do a, a small exercise for our listeners. And uh, it's just kind of set the set the tone for the movie that we're about to talk about. And uh, anyways, here, here we go. It's a cold October 1991. You're at the movies with your buddies, and the vote is unanimous on what you're going to see. You're going to see the one where the actor, who is a household name, helps prevent an invasion in an American suburb. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not talking about Suburban Commando with Hollywood Hogan. I'm talking about <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid starring Jim Varney. None other than Jim Varney. <laughs> um, I wish we were doing that one too, bro. I love that movie. <laughs> With Christopher yeah, Lloyd and, yeah. and what, yeah. uh, what's her name? The olive oil. I can't think of it. Shelly Duvall. Yeah, mm. Shelly Duvall. Um, I, I picked this movie for our Halloween round uh, because it's a movie that my buddy had on VHS. And there was probably a three year period of time where we watched this like every day during Halloween time. Mm. and. I loved it. And then I went like 30 years without seeing it. So <laughs> and um, here we are today. Yeah. So here we are today. <laughs> I finally had an opportunity to impose it on somebody else. I, <laughs> I had to see it again. Um, but I, I'm curious what your guys' experience are with this movie. If it was a first time viewing, if you remember it, uh, what are your guys' first impressions? I'll let Freddie go first because my assumption is he's never seen it before. So I was excited for this. If it wasn't for this pod, I would have done this for our series and had him watch this movie. So I, I'll let him go first. That's great. Now, nah, okay. I'll be honest. I've never seen this movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I do know about Jim Varney and his in his you know, his talent. He's a great actor, you know, great actor. Yeah. Um, but this one, I, it's cute. It's a cute film. I sure. mean, it's not, it's not like <laughs> something that I can watch with my nephews. Hey, what's up? You want to check this out? Something. All right. You know, um, I found some things that are, it, it took me a while to get into his comedy, his, cause I forgot. I was like, Oh yeah. He, he made movies because I, I, I remember him doing just commercials and then he did all these. But I didn't see all his movies. Mm-hmm. I would end up seeing his films on TV. Right. So and um, well, I think this one wasn't this a, a made for TV movie. Didn't it go straight to TV? This is the oh. last theatrical one. Oh, yeah. OK. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. this is the last of his whole series of what yeah. movies he did. The last. Yeah. One. The, the, uh, with his contract with Disney. Um, or like Walt Disney or the touchstone. I can't remember. Not that, mm-hmm. but yeah, this was the last one. If it would have made money, it would have probably been more. But mm-hmm. after this, they were all straight to video. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, 
it's 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 a cute you know it, it reminded me of like all the personalities how good he was with that i yeah. enjoyed towards the yeah. end it was like you know the old the lady and then the the you know all these other person i mean he was so good at that and then i started laughing i was like oh yeah, that's what he was so funny about just you yeah know? But um, like I said, it's a cute film. It's a good yeah. for Halloween for the children. Yeah. So Santos, now I need to know why you were going to choose it <laughs> for your podcast. Well, because the reason why I would have chosen it is because I know Freddie would never have seen it. Because right. the time when this came out, the 90s was very much the, the point of where Freddie was, you know, already out of high school dating so he's not gonna take his date to go see her and <laughs> stupid. You know? uh, i wasn't gonna get I, nothing yeah. i would love to be and on that date and if he did you know he is they would have left him being like what is, you know so that's why like there's a lot of these like 90s like movies you know what i'm talking about sandlot mighty duck stuff like that little mm-hmm. giants were so that's what i'm gonna try to do next so that's why i would have done this for me i'm not sure where we're gonna go with more of the of the film but like the like i just want to point out i love this film but the what i'm gonna say it's gonna sound like i hate this movie but i i love it i mean back to the future i love that film but i've always found things that just like bother like why this why that it doesn't make any freaking sense so but yeah like uh with what was your question again? I don't even. I got this. No, we just see you know, your overall, uh, just like your overall thoughts, your personal experience, the first time you saw this and whatnot. Um, I all right. I didn't get to see this in the theaters because my mom hated Ernest. Okay. Not a fan of Ernest. My mom <laughs> is very much like she hates the gross humor. Yeah. Anything with you know, just that just looks like um throw up vomit farting all that stuff hated it like so we i could never watch Ernest. i never got to see the camp one she wouldn't let me rent it christmas any of those so if i had if i wanted to see them had to go to my friend's house and she'd get mad if it'd be on tv i started watching it she'd be like like turn it off you know um and I then, love the idea uh, of your mom protecting you so vehemently from Ernest. Yeah, she just it, and it sucks. So this one, my friend had it on video. So when it first came out, so that's how I watched it. I went over to my friend's house and we we loved it. We would watch it all the freaking time. It was like one of those films that like we almost we would do like uh our home versions of movies and we almost made this movie at the time. <laughs> I wish awesome. you would have. So who's, yeah, so who's our third guest there that just joined us? Got some well, this one right here yeah. is Remy, my littlest one. The other one on the floor, Milo. He's, All right. He's telling he wants something. To, he's telling me for a snack. He probably wants some gummies. I'm not gonna give it to him. So now I he's just throwing himself too. on the floor. <laughs> hey, so, I yeah. want some gummies too, man. Yeah, it's it's funny. I remember I remember Jim Barney and all the um, Ernest stuff from when I was a kid too. I don't remember this movie specifically, right. but I remember his face. I remember the the costume. I remember right. the his little catchphrases, the you know what I mean, and and all that stuff. Know what I mean? I did remember there being a Vern involved. There's no Vern in this movie, which is sad, disappointing. Happy Valentine's Day. Be mine, Vern. But Sorry, Tyler. Yeah, kind of like what you were saying, Freddie. It's like I don't really know what else to say about this because right. it's just like it is just sort of like a silly kids movie, and uh, I'm sure I loved it when I was a kid. And I had fun as an adult in the way that you would watching a movie like this, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. But it's well, like, it's not a bad movie. It's just to, to Santos's no. mom's point. I feel like Jim Varney's humor, like today they're so good at making a kid's movie relevant mm-hmm. for adults as well. Yeah. And I feel like some of these movies in the nineties, they just didn't hit that, that well for adults. And so Jim right. Varney's humor missing. is like way more, towards kids like i had the privilege of watching this with my kids and so i got to see it through their lens a little bit again which made it better for me yeah okay um, okay but but jim varney wasn't wasn't hitting with me like yeah. I, I wasn't really catching on to that and uh uh but it, it was it was fun to fun to see it again through like the eyes of a kid in some way yeah well, what would interest me was it opened my eyes more to like this no i was like what happened to him like I, so i kind of went back and researched and you know He's a good friend with Robin Williams. There's this piece of them on, on YouTube and they're both just hilarious. It's like, it's like 
you know, Robin Williams being uh, Jim Varney, but, you know. Oh, this, this is what it's like back here. We're just hanging, uh, fishing. Y'all just crew. Uh, we just rubbing elbows back here at these stars. We're Teamster uh, replacements. We're stand-ins for Teamsters. We're part of this whole thing, the program here. That's it. Job trainees. How about it? The hell's wrong? That thing ain't adjusted. It, their personality is so alike which was Robin Williams way you can out tell, there. Like obviously everyone knows the quick wit that Robin Williams had, but you can tell that Varney's got some like wits about him. Like, Oh, totally. He, he's, he's a witty dude. He's, he's a clever guy. Yeah. I didn't know they and, were friends, but you, I could see that for sure. Like they're both very animated and, and uh, you know, uh, big movements and obviously big funny voices, funny stuff. faces. Yeah. Yes. No, but that's what's awesome about him. Cause he's a character actor. So mm-hmm. you get that cool little montage of him doing all his like characters that he does, the voices, like the, both the ladies and then like the Australian Outback guy. Yeah. The military. I, so it's cool. Cause that's what he was. He was a character actor and right. he he's like, what's happening right now in Hollywood. Like these TikTok stars, influencers are becoming like casted in movies now like that. She's oh, all that version that right. they did. Now he's all that. They like, she wasn't an actress, but because she was an influencer, they put it in the movie. Jim Varney was like the first like viral star to get his own career because that's all he was. He was doing commercials. That's how he started. And not only that, I, I just noticed that when he would do his commercials, he would get up on the front of the camera. And that was never like done in, in back in like, those days. No, yeah, no, directly. Yeah, directly on the, the camera, right? In, like how we do today. He was so, he was so advanced. Like now yeah. we do that. Think about it, you guys. True now visionaries. we have yeah, now we have uh, these cell phones and we put them in front of yeah. our faces. We're doing exactly what he was doing, you know, back so in So I the, can't remember in, his commercials. I didn't remember that they came first. What like what did he oh, what was he hawking? What was he just everything, anything? Bro. McDonald's. Everything. Okay. No, no, no. He never did McDonald's like anything. Well, maybe maybe he did. Later when on, Splash la- Splash later Mountain. On. When Splash Mountain came out, you're right. He no. he did. <laughs> he for Disney, they that's how he with that whole career he when they first opened Splash Mountain at Disneyland, he did it. But he did like everything because he was very much he was local at first. So before mm. we all saw him, he was from whatever oh, area. But squirts. then he went na- yeah, national. He, yeah, he went. He's selling soda pop squirt commercial. He would you squirt. Know, yeah, squirt yeah. was oh, one one of them. That's awesome. But then um, he would even do like the local like like uh, dealerships stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, like restaurants. You know, he's a hustler, like, man. Yeah, he <laughs> because everybody enjoyed his, you know, he, he what he wanted to do is bring comedy to these ads. And that's what he was doing He was bringing comedy, simple comedy. Hey, it's Bernie. What are you doing, man? Hey, you need a dishwasher? Wash it. You I know, love that. What's <laughs> up? Hey, Vern. stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, Vern, what are you doing? My favorite one is when he's like on the window. That one was and then the window falls. Oh. And it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would always get hurt in his commercials. Yeah. The, yeah, he would be right. like. He would be doing the handyman commercial ones too, you know, he would get, you know, so yeah. I mean, and that's what happened probably. See what happened to him. He was doing these ad commercials and then he got into, you know, but he was a very good actor. I mean, he studied acting for a long time. He did radio. Yeah. You know, you know how they, how, how Disney found him. So they were, it was an event. I can't remember. I think it was like a, a, a a sporting event, something huge. Right. And there was going to be two special guests there because it was for that area. Well, one of the special guests was Mickey Mouse, right? So Mickey Mouse was going to be there. The other one was Jim Varney being earnest because he was local to the area. So when they brought out Mickey Mouse and then they brought out Ernest, Ernest got a much bigger response than Mickey. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the Disney peeps that were there were aware to that and be like, huh? And all they saw was dollar signs. Like, dude, this yeah. guy's getting a bigger response than the freaking mouse. Like, so that's how they, they signed him on to a four picture deal. And he even had his own TV show short lived, yeah, but did. you could find it on YouTube called Hey Vern, it's Ernest. Um, and, and yeah, like, and, and he wanted to be an actor from the early days and it never worked out. And then finally, I think one of his buddies like, Hey, come help me do this commercial, do a character, blah, blah, blah. And then he did it and it was a hit. And that's where he developed his Ernest character. Hmm. And and but yeah, that's how Disney found him, and they gave him a four picture deal. And if he would have did well, like I said, with this film, they would have probably signed them on for more. But each film slowly made less until this one really like dropped. It is like it made 
it's pretty easy for his character to wear out its welcome, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hey, but here here we are talking about him. Yeah, you know? true. there you go. But this this film became on. a cult classic. It's yeah. a huge it, yeah. people love it now. Well, there's no there's I don't see anybody like what he's doing today. I mean, like like you say, the influencers, but mm. uh, you know, influencers compared to the real actor. I, yeah because he was an actual actor so that's how he pulled mm-hmm. it off you know? but he was yeah. a viral star like you could say yeah. if, if he existed today like let's just say we change the time frame it was like a youtube guy doing videos yeah. now let's bring him in and make give him a movie right it's the right. same mm-hmm. aspect you know but the difference is this guy was an actor from the get-go he was right. a serious actor theater and all of that but you know because at the time it was like you wouldn't dream of just putting yourself on tv like that if you weren't trained but now like you guys were saying, everyone has a camera, so everyone thinks they should be on screen. I mean, look at us, you know, we're all yeah. four of us are all sitting here recording ourselves, you know, so see, but see that's the beauty that we can do it. Yeah, it's a beauty. We're not waiting yeah. for anyone. We just pick up the camera right. and do it yourself. It's great. I'm not yeah. saying it's a bad thing, but it's just yeah, like yeah. at the time it was like oh. you would have had to like have money and access to this equipment. So like if you're not trained, why would you even think to do that? You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, it's um, it's a pretty wild story. I didn't know any of that. Thanks for yeah. Thanks for the education. Yeah, so, no problem, man. So Freddie mentioned that <clears throat> that uh, Jim Varney and Robin Williams are friends. That was something I certainly, as I was watching this, I was just, I, I couldn't help but draw the comparison based off of their sort of comedy styles, um, as we talked about, sort of their mannerisms, the the faces, the voices, the characters. And uh, so I want to introduce a, a se- segment called What's in the Soup? And what this is, is... It's inspired by the cooking shows where you, you take a taste of the soup and you're trying to name the ingredients in it. For Ernest Scared Stupid, that's the soup. And so the question is, what what are things that you noticed from other movies that they kind of used and uh, were inspired by that you noticed in this movie? Uh, Freddie. Movies, the things that were inspired by this movie for today's? No, things or, things or, that you notice as you're watching the movie, like, oh, they got, they took that from... You know this other movie. Oh, from my movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't really know. What yeah, or, this you, was a- or you could go backwards. Well, anything that seemed familiar, you're like, oh, they've they've redone that in this way, or anything that you felt that you thought felt familiar. Well, I'll say while Freddie's thinking about it, um, I know like I th- the first thing I thought I was like, okay, the milk is the cure. Like when we see the chocolate oh, milk yeah, okay. spill in the in the uh, the grocery store, I'm like, okay, he's afraid of milk. And I just was immediately, I was like, okay, that's where M. Night Shyamalan got the water bit for signs. <laughs> it's like <laughs> some innocuous everyday item that tr- ends up being the, ends up being the hero. May or may not be true, but that's what I'm going to choose to believe. You know, Where I like you, to, M. Night Shyamalan. I like to we know you watch Ernest. So <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan, big Ernest fan. It's, yeah. It's apparent. That's out. <laughs> I mean, you could say uh, the, you know, kids fighting back trying to save the day like we'll just say i don't know stranger things they probably saw this and be like look here we go you know hey in the beginning one of the kids they're going home right and one kid gets gets caught by the 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 goblin i mean that's true yeah that's what happens in stranger things they're going home and one by himself there you go oh see there you go look it's all it's I hope our boy, uh, I hope, I hope he's getting royalty checks. Yeah. Being so blatantly ripped off. Oh, oh dude. Well, you Sad. mean his family? Cause he's gone. <laughs> oh, he I didn't know away. that even. Oh, you didn't know he passed away? No, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. No. Yeah, yeah. He died, dude. Long he ago. Died, he died at my age. Mm. <laughs> oh, in he 2000. Wow. Yeah. He yeah, was, a, he was a heavy, he was a heavy smoker. So yeah, mm. he went through a treatment. And then he would did. He was a fighter and fighter, and and then he just they actually took one of his lungs out, and oh, uh, and of course you can't. I mean, the body can't survive with just one lung, and just due to complications to that, he 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 passed. But fifty is still so young, man. Yeah. So young, That's you know. And I, think, I, and I think it would like the cult, like the you know, it's a cult following with these mm-hmm. films. I think if he were still around, people would be inter- interested in knowing about because that's what's happening oh, with yeah. these older uh, uh actors and people who have been around and have these you know they they, they become uh reinvented i mean re-discovered right and, and people get to know you know well you know more about their life and but well that's like the whole reason we started this podcast you know is like we realized there was so much stuff out there that we could easily access right and so we're just like let's start this club let's start watching stuff let's quit watching the same old stuff on 
Netflix. I can only watch New Girl so many times. So. <laughs> Did you run out of stuff in Netflix? Seriously, sometimes I'm like, yeah. I've seen everything here. What's going on? You know, I'm going to go to YouTube and see what's up. My <laughs> issue is like, there's so many stuff that I have yet to see. But then I'm be like, you know what? I'm going to go through Parks and Rec over again and watch that whole series. My man. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually like been that. like telling myself I can't watch that again for a while because I just had rewatched it so much. I'm like, I need I'm doing it right it. now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on season well, three right you. now. <laughs> during the pandemic, during the pandemic, I rewatched Breaking Bad. Nice. So just, our, our boy, Matt Weiler at the top there. I don't yes. know if he's seen Breaking Bad yet. Um. Oh my let, god. Let, let, let me get into my uh let me get into what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Moving right along here. Moving on, like, on. <laughs> we'll have Ben edit that out. Um yeah. <clears throat> no, uh some of the things that I noticed in this movie was that uh I I felt like uh Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets may have maybe got some ideas of this beast wandering around turning kids to to stone, you know? Oh. And uh maybe maybe JK Rowling needs to pay the estate of Jim Varney some right some money um but also there's that there's that scene where this beast is like luring kids with the voices of other kids yeah that was real yeah. oh, dude so that's yeah, kind of like right. it right somewhat yeah it that was like anyway yeah anyway i'm not yeah. a scary Pennywise. movie guy so i haven't seen Pul- it culture guys bro culture guys mm. here's what i mean by that so there's the scene where the girl is like oh i'm gonna look under the bed she looks under the bed oh right Mr. Cuddles, whatever is there, and she goes back and she turns, and the troll is there. That's what happened. Remember the clown? The kid oh, looks under the bed, mm, the clown's out yeah. there. When he goes up, the clown's behind him and it chokes him, this and that. Dude, yeah. that was so okay. out of culture, guys. I wonder, right. it wouldn't wow. surprise me if they pulled some stuff like that, you know, like directly pulled move from movies like Poltergeist, because in the opening credits, they show like all the there's like a bunch of clips from like classic horror movies and then Ernest oh yeah reacting to them, all that, yeah which i thought dude, was funny dude, dude, i like to think of it as him seeing these terrible things happening and doing nothing about it <laughs> like, he's scared I was stupid up. Yeah, right <laughs> this next segment's called the elevator pitch which is if you had to convince someone to watch this movie uh you're, you're trying to get them to watch this movie because we, we try not to push people away from movies yeah. we want to give them a reason to give it a chance yeah. If you were to choose one scene to give this movie a chance, what scene are you showing? Uh, I would uh, show the scene where they're fighting with the trolls. So the trolls are actually chasing the everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they all hatch all the, and everything. Like the whole battle royale at the end. Yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah, that scene to kind of get them in reeled in for that. That's yeah, like I, how did we get to this point? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you gotta see this. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what I I thought. Like when I watched, I was like, I was like, yeah, that's probably a scene where I would that I would share with people to say, you know, check this out. Because I mean, like the troll costumes and everything, they're actually like pretty cool. Like, the, yeah, they were they they were ugly looking, and then yeah, back then the technology and you know the way they would create these monsters and just with all that gooey made of yeah. gross very really, gross. Yeah, yeah yeah and another reason why i couldn't watch it <laughs> as a kid i had to go over my yeah, friend's house funny. and watch it your mom hated like, this sorry, movie i'm sure R for boogers yeah, she did. Yep. it was a stuff booger, like that dude it was a booger monster pretty much yeah yeah well you guys do know that they they had to give credit to to the chioto brothers you guys know who that is right i don't think i do are those okay, the, those the are killer the clowns guys? Yes, yes, those are the killer clowns. So they use some of the 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 masks for from the clowns for the trolls. So that's mm, why, like, they some wow. of them look like them. They have painted, so they get credit for special effects because oh, that's cool. They use some of the that's some awesome. of the they didn't work on it, but they use their stuff and their designs in order. So they had to get credit for Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That that's a scene that I would have chosen as well. Uh, I feel like it was it was a slow burn up to that point. Like I remember watching, right. I was watching this and I was like, man, I'm not even feeling nostalgia for this. Like yeah. this is hard to sit through. <laughs> yeah. But then once it starts picking up at the end, once the trolls are you know rising from the ground, it's like okay, this is the '90s horror kids right? movie I wanted to Wait, see. Wait, so you had no love for this film? I. I, I had, I mean, it, it's, there's like a 25 year gap from the time that I had last seen it. And so I, I was expecting that like everything would feel familiar that like, I'd yeah. like, Oh, I know this line. I've seen, I remember this place, but like, it just wasn't really hitting with me until 
they started hatching and then i was like okay this is this is feeling kind of good now yeah okay that's that's exactly how i felt like the way you just this exactly took me a while to kind of okay i was just like you know just cruising it until yeah. something caught it's, my attention you know it's not it's not pretending to be anything other than it is and it's just like up until that point we just kind of get the same gag every 10 minutes right like they just set up a new set piece and do the same gag and then just kind of do that over and over and over and Ernest does something he looks silly and the kids save him or whatever so <laughs> yeah. um, I could see you know like it it did take a while for like some stuff to happen but I would probably choose the treehouse scene just because it's the first Ernest and the kids big adventure mm. you know just and then they an have adult the, hanging out with kids in a yeah treehouse. just an adult <laughs> <laughs> taking right? kids to a spooky a spooky forest un, unsupervised and then one kid hey see stranger things again one kid disappears and nobody gives a crap about him <laughs> yeah. there's no search they don't even go yeah. to Ernest like, where was oh. he last with an adult man and this yeah. kid never came yeah. home and they're they're fine it's the like that one girl like, that disappears yeah, that nobody cared He's uh he's he didn't come he didn't go home last night like that's, that's all they say about it's it. Like Joey's missing really yeah Justice he didn't for come Joey. home. Oh that's a okay. bummer. I wonder what yeah. happened. Right like, and, God. and yeah and then she leaves her bike as as she's working on the bike and he's like let's go see and they run off like it's a nice it was, town man she, it'll, her bike will be okay other yeah, than the trolls right. it's a pretty safe place apparently. and the, right. the two bullies everybody leaves their door open yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I did like uh, I did like, uh, you know, because they show Ernest being, you know, he wants to be an inventor, right? With his he has his garbage his truck with his, all his gadgets. Right. So it was cool to see them build the treehouse. The gadgets worked, you know, they would. What do you, what do you call them? They, they, they fended off the Ottomans from their high, from their high vantage point. Mm. I love how fixated he was on having the high ground. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. See, but that fight, bro, like the they don't even move. You're telling me at no point the kids could move to the left or the right. That that gun is stationary. Oh, for sure. They could have went in the back. And yeah, and and where are they getting all that pizza? It's full slices. They're not old pizzas because they're whole slices. It's like, I'm going to go spend 50 bucks on pizza. Now we're going to throw them like what? I know. It was like, I noticed I was like, somebody didn't like this pizza. That's like, that's a today's pizza. That's a $30 pizza right there. That's, yeah, a, that's man. an expensive <laughs> battle. Seriously. Some, maybe some hot and ready's or something, you know? Just yeah. My God. <laughs> so the next, the next segment we have is a little bit of trivia. Uh, in doing your research for Ernest Scared Stupid, did you guys come across anything that felt super interesting um, that you wanted to share with everybody else? I'm, I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. Cause you've already dropped so much trivia knowledge on me. So like, let's hear it. What, what have you got for me? Well, as far as like for the movie or the actor, I mean, it, sure. Anything, really anything. Yeah. Anything that, yeah. Well, as long as it can relate to, Oh yeah, of course. Well, for me, I, I, I found out that he, was very good with kids. I mean, this character was for kids that he would go out to hospitals mm. and uh, do the character and help these kids to kind of, you know, get them out of that situation I for a while. So he did that for a while. He would go out there and, and I mean, that's huge for him yeah. to, you know, step out and bring that character and say, well, I'm going to go out and make these kids, you know, feel happy and, and bring a smile on their face. Absolutely. So I didn't and know you he can... did that. You can kind of see it in the movie, right? Like we joke about it's weird that he's hanging out with these kids by himself, but you can tell that like he knows how to work with the kids, right? He's comfortable around them and they're comfortable around him. Like I definitely got that vibe. It's like this guy, yeah. he's like a, he's a warm soul. You know what I mean? Like he just, he's, he's a, he's a good guy and he, he seems to like be able to connect with these kids in, in some way. I don't know why I thought that, but I, I had a moment where I was like, you, you could see that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. He's good with the kids for sure. I just, uh, we were talking about the pizzas, the pizza fight earlier. Apparently they, oh, yeah, yeah. they borrowed those pizzas from, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the right. Of these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. It was really? one of my favorite movies as a kid. So yeah. oh, wow. Oh, yeah. that those was a cool connection for me. Nice. Let's see. Well, notes wise. I mean, I, I wrote us a, a bunch, like kind of like the way when we're doing the, the, the show, like I just write a bunch of notes as I watch the film, yeah. but it's always more structured on the actual plot and stuff mm. of the movie that this is where I mean, like, it's going to sound like I'm just trashing this movie, but I still <laughs> love this movie. Yeah, you know, I grew up with it junior. I think I was in junior or maybe younger actually. And, but I, I still enjoy it. I watched yeah. it and I still had a laugh. I still laughed in certain you know moments and stuff like that. I laughed but, like, a lot more than I thought I was going to. 
<laughs> and I will say, like, I was picking it apart too, like the bike thing you mentioned, and uh, just like there was, there was just a lot of continuity stuff and a lot of there's a, yeah, there's a lot I, I of things like a bunch like, of stuff like that. I was like, I have to just like stop or else i'm never gonna get through this movie right like because like every five minutes it was something like why would you like the fact that the only person that can bring the troll to life was Ernest, but also the only person that can kill it was Ernest. (laughs) just like yeah and it's it's like why why even tell him how to bring it back like (laughs) just be like Ernest, stay away and that's it don't tell him like hey this is how you if as long as you don't say this, then you know, and, and he and then she tells him, and then so he's like, All right, you know, ye intruders beware, whatever. I don't know. And yeah. fucking, then he brings a troll. Like, what the hell? What do we expect? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you want me to go answer yeah, no. the yeah, two. yeah, sure. Right, well, the, the the very first thing I gotta say about from all my notes is uh the one thing this movie it it's all Ernest's like brain synapses like firing at 100% right before he dies. So all of this isn't real because when Rimshot accidentally sets the truck, in which actually, you know what? It wasn't an accident. Rimshot, Rimshot was trying to kill Ernest. It's like, I found my way out. <laughs> yeah. And when Ernest is in the trash, he dies. He's I mean, dead. It, it makes sense. So, so his life was, he was always kind of like the fool there. No one, you know, he wasn't no hero or anything. So right before he was his final moments of breath in his brain fired and this whole scenario, this whole thing was created in his mind that he saved the world from these trolls. Okay. So that means he, but he actually died in that moment. So the rest of the movie takes place all in his mind because it's those final moments of like his life just doing that. Like I saw that, I'm like, yeah, he's dead. I would (laughs) love if that were actually the case. Yeah, Very it's not the case, movie. but no, I mean, just, just I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say that it is because it makes sense to me, right? Like, the one of the main people in the movie is uh the the old witch lady. I can't remember her name right now. Uh, old lady Hackmore. That yeah. was his next assignment, you know. So it would have been on his mind before he passed. Uh, he obviously had a connection to the kids so that they would have been on his mind. So like, I I could see that. I'm gonna All buy right. it. I'm gonna let. We're gonna make that be the official canon. canon. <laughs> but when does it take place? I don't mean the the present, the past, because it does say long ago. When? Mm. What is that time frame? Do, does it really give us? Because it does say, you know, we this demon came from the old world to the yeah. new, so like it came with us. So is it saying like this is like the early settle settlers? Because if that's the case, and they captured the 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 whatever the the troll. How does the the crazy witch like I can't think of her name right now have those those things and they recognize her? How yeah. old is she? It like seems like it was hundreds of years, but it was like fifty. Yeah, because <laughs> is that is that you? Is that my sister? It's like, oh yeah. wow, you got old. Like, how <laughs> old right. is she? It was like the blood yeah. for men game. Yeah, like, it doesn't make any freaking sense. Like you know, <laughs> like that. It's just you know things like that. Um, I don't think they it? put a whole lot of thought into it to be yeah. honest. <laughs> And then like, like, like I'm just going down some of the stuff I've already said. So I'm going down my little list. Kenny's mom basically looks pissed off that he's getting his ass kicked by two, I know. by two fucking bullies. Yeah. She pulls up and says, honey, are you okay? She's like, what's going on? Really? Come on. <laughs> like gets all mad. Like all that. He's like, mom, I was getting my ass kicked. She's like, like, Where were you mom? Yeah. Right. She's like, oh, go with your dad. You're going to the party. Like, don't be, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? What a mom is that? They didn't even care. And then, and then, like, when they're, when everybody, the city's complaining to, to him, like, my son never came home. Kenny never, like, or, okay, now, now the dad's worried, you know. But then there's this one guy, hey, my trash hasn't picked, been picked up in a week. Like, really? He's going to go complain to the cop. He's like the guy that, that gets mad that, oh, they didn't give me my chicken nuggets in the drive thru. Like, that's the type of guy that's, well, that, I don't that's know, like, man. If I don't have my chicken nuggets, yeah, yeah Ty, Ty is the wrong person to say that too. <laughs> and Don't then this movie, this movie could have gone dark. The moment where Ernest captures the troll, and then they open up the trash. Remember, and then the cop, he's like, "All right, Ernest, oh, open yeah, it," yeah, and yeah. he has the gun, Dude, finger on the trigger. No, he no he, finger, what if no he trigger shot, discipline. Shot both the kids. <laughs> he just sees trolls. They're in costume. Papas, yeah. and then they find out the kids. Like that movie could have gone dark. Um. <laughs> What you call it? Uh, oh yeah, why they? Why were they building a haunted house in in the forest? I'm not talking about the treehouse when they're first right, building right, right. the haunted house. There's like nothing around. 
Did like, you, who's going to go to that haunted house? <laughs> I don't. I don't know who how they're going to get kids out there. But did you like? Did you and your friends or anyone in your neighborhood ever do that? Like, make yeah, a but in someone's like in someone's yard. Yeah, you know, one of yeah. the not not. We're not going to go out in the middle of nowhere and be like, <laughs> we're we got to carry all our supplies now. Like, what the hell? That was random. Um, That's hilarious. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, when when Ernest gets fired. Because before he's getting fired, the dad, the kids, like, no, dad, Ernest is is serious. There's a troll out there, and they're like that that whole scene, and then that's where like Ernest, you're fired, and Ernest gets all sad, and they're walking away, and he's like, come on, Kenny, tell your dad, and and he gives him this look, like, the fuck you think I've been doing this whole time? <laughs> like you now, like it's gonna make a difference now, like that. He just looks at him like, oh man, like what the fuck? Come on, Ernest. Um, let's see. I'm, oh yeah, the the teacher. Like again, no one cares about kids. The the Kenny's mom goes up to the teacher and she's like, "Have you seen Kenny? I, I can't find him." And she's like, "Yeah, you know what? It's too late for him now. He's he's gonna be late for the contest." She's all mad and annoyed that he's missing. Like like no one cares about like, kids. All no the adults concern. are like. Yeah, no, no concern. And then, I, mean, I um, guess nothing bad has ever happened in that neighborhood. That's my assessment. <laughs> it's a very safe place. <laughs> the most fucked up part of this movie is the part where the, the 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 crazy witch lady sees the mom and the daughter, and the daughter goes, "I hate you, mom." And then the do- the mom goes, "Well, I'm not very fond of you either." <laughs> that was a pretty it's a pretty like honest response from the mom there i was like damn this is like yeah. this is some and heavy they, stuff i love the kid turns around and she's like oh fuck she called my bluff and she's like mom i love you <laughs> yeah. but i was like dude that's fucked up the mom just said you know what? I, I don't like you either so, you know fucking kid it was honest uh, it was real man. brutal and then um there is just a, a little error where uh kenny the the actor the kid when they're in the school and Ernest is fighting him, um, rim, he's holding Rimshot. And rim, before he gets turned into wood, Rimshot runs off. And then he mm. goes, hey, Rimrod, come back. I just noticed there was like a little error. But uh, no one other caught than, it on set. They're yeah. like, we can't reshoot. No one had the heart to correct Jim. Right. No one cares. <laughs> but, but yeah, but right. other than that, those are all my little notes. And I just have to say is that, um, you know, you guys know Napoleon Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I think John Heater could have had a career of four movies if he would have did what Ernest did. No one cared about anything else John Heater did. Like mm-hmm, he right. should have been Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, Napoleon right. Dynamite goes Halloween. to camp. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like why couldn't he have been that character for a bunch of movies? Hey, that's it's what not we too wanted. Late. It's Dude, not Napoleon, too late. Napoleon Diamond goes to Tijuana. Dude, yeah, oh, there, you go. there we go. He, <laughs> that would be crazy. You know, helping the car- he gets involved with the cartels. He gets, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. See, go. He goes with Pedro because Pedro has family yes. in Mexico, right? And, he, and he's, he can speak Spanish <laughs> for him. But then Napoleon gets lost and he accidentally goes with the cartel. See? Now I'm mad yeah. that that didn't happen because I want I that. That's Napoleon acts like he knows Spanish. <laughs> That's a good pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Hola, como estas? Hola, tienes tu drogas? Quiero yo drogas. Vamos a un rave. Vámonos. That's a pretty good idea. I'm only on unit one of Duolingo, so you have to dumb it down for me a little bit. What's the sub- subtitles there? Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have the subtitle. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Oh, man. That's funny. Um, one of our last segments is the Adam Driver drive-in double feature. We only call it Adam Driver because we like to name shout Adam Driver, but really it's just a, a drive-in double feature. And we want to know what you would pair Ernest Scared Stupid with if you were to do a drive-in pairing. Ooh, with this one. Oh, all my good ones are going to be. I was actually having a hard time with this one too. Like, I I don't know why I'm like, I'm taking this question way too seriously and I can't think of an answer. So I'm really Oh my God. I think I, I, I think I got the pair for this one. Oh, perfect. Let's hear okay. it. Dumb and Dumber, but not Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey, the other one that they tried to do. Oh, the sequel? <laughs> yes. Okay. That, and with this. That's... Okay, but which one plays first? Ooh. Which one plays first? Well, I, I guess, yes. It would be, it would be the, 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 um, the feature we're doing. <laughs> not the Dumb and Dumber. So that would play well, first. plus, you got, you got to end the night with the scary one, right? Or the the scary one yeah 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 you have to do you do have to yeah so i dig it okay 
Yeah, I would do a pairing of this movie because it's like a horror comedy family, but it's you know scary and it does put kids in jeopardy. No one actually dies, but it has that you know when I saw it, it, it was kind of scary when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know the the whole bed scene that that truly yeah. is kind of frightening. Yeah. yeah. So I would I would partner this a double feature with Monster Squad because it's like again that's a it's like a horror. It's kids. The kids are fighting back. In this movie, in reality, the kids save the day because it's not Ernest that figures out the way to stop it. It's like mm-hmm. the meak. No, it was, the kids found that it was milk and they fight back. So I would pair this with the, the Monster Squad and Ernest Scared Stupid as a double feature. Love it. I love it. Um, Gosh, I honestly don't even know. Like for me, it's just Which like <laughs> any fr- any like family friendly Halloween movie. You know what I mean? But like I'm trying to think of something that's a little bit more adult. I don't know. Like I might reward the adults that stuck around with something like, I don't know, Ghostbusters or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, yeah, if we're at the drive in, if we're out, you know, seeing something on the, on the big screen, sitting in the car, the kids have lost interest hours ago, or maybe they're asleep. <laughs> let, let the kids have earnest. Let the adults have yeah. a nicer movie. Yeah. I think I'd go yeah. with something like that. Like a classic, like, a reward for the the patient adults that stuck yeah. around. <laughs> That's a good pairing. Uh, I go a little bit darker here. Um, I I'm assuming that after Ernest, the kids are you know, it's eleven o'clock at night. The kids are tired. There's they're asleep, and so, so now now I want to spook the adults out a little bit, and I'm gonna do a, a a feature that is not a children's movie at all. So the kids are gonna have to. They should be asleep, or they're gonna have to you know look away. Uh, but I'm going to show uh, the the witch, the A24 movie. Oh, um, my God. God damn, bro. You went dark, dude. God damn, damn bro. It's, it's got <laughs> dark in the woods. It's got some similar is- DNA there. You know, like people are disappearing from the village. Mm-hmm, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's something haunted out there. And uh, got it. I yeah, it. so I feel like it's it's the spirit. It's the same spirit. But now it's it's not a kid's movie anymore. Ernest isn't there. To we've, get scared stupid. We've left. We've left the preschool. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if any kids are awake, anymore. forget it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I, prison. If, that's a podcast yes. first. That's the first goddamn bro reaction we've got from anyone <laughs> on the pod. So that's that's a big moment for three films pod here. <laughs> That'll be our promo. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so the, the way we wrap up our episode is we do our Rushmore Mountain, which is essentially choosing our top four of a particular category. Tonight's category is Halloween family films. These are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? So it's your top four family films of all time, and you can just give them as you're ready. Um, well, I just put mine together so I can start off if you guys need a little okay. bit of time. Yeah, you got you go yes. first. So we watched the Adams family as a wa- as a watch party for the podcast about a year ago, and that wouldn't have made my list until that watch party. It 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 opened my eyes to the wonderful world of the Adams family, or I remembered it anyway. So I'll put the Adams family on there. I just mentioned Ghostbusters. Um Casper was a huge one for me when I was a kid. I loved Casper and um, Hocus Pocus, I think is a, a classic family friendly and you can reuse these if you need to. But uh, so I think that those are the four that I would go for. Love yeah, it. I don't have any family friendly movies. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> good, good fellas. The, the, the fun house. <laughs> the beast That's within. Okay. Keep going. You, yeah, you know, p- put them up, you know, give us what you have. Yeah. The Exorcist. There's a good family Halloween yeah. movies right there. <laughs> one and two. <laughs> so Exorcist one and two takes up two spots. There you go. Yeah, so two spots. Um, actually, The Haunted Mansion. Okay. Disney's with uh, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's like a good it. one. Yeah, two more. Right? Do I need two more? Yeah. Need, yeah. Ooh. Oh, Fright Night. Oh, what one was that? That was in 80, that came out in the 80s, 86, yeah. 87. That one jumped out at me for some reason. Oh yeah, Fright Night 1 and 2. It's a, it's a vampire film where like yeah. the, the, it's the kid next door yes. and a vampire moves in next door and he's the exactly. only one that's like, gotcha. there's a vampire living there. So it's like a, a high schooler is fighting okay. against a vampire. And I dig it. 
a classic one, Once Bitten with Jim Carrey. Nice. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, I love that one. That's awesome. <laughs> he went old. See, with me, I was trying to think of actual, like, family films. Like, for that. Cause I don't have- Fright, fright, yeah. You know, well, it, you know what, Freddie, you're going down the route of like 80s family films because when we were kids, we were watching Fright Night. Right. And it's a little like bit that. different. <laughs> Dude, uh, I had an aunt who took me to go see Maniac, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. We, we didn't have like the that family a, movies of the 90s, like Casper and shit. No, I was like, yeah, we saw that. You're like, yeah. oh, we're going to go see Fright Night. Okay. <laughs> Here's Fright Night. Good luck, kids. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Well, for sure, for my four, the, the, main, the main one, it has to be Monster Squad. Uh, I mentioned it earlier and that's like one of my, like my favorite, like my second eighties favorite movie of all time is that one monster squad. Okay. Um, and it is a family film. It, it has scary moments. Kids are in jeopardy, but the kids fight back, man. They save the world basically from darkness. So it's cool. Um, the kids so are the future. That. Huh? The kids are our future. Yeah, there right? you go. <laughs> <laughs> they have to save the day. <laughs> so, so I would do that. I'm gonna go down the route of actual like family films. Okay. So, I think I I'm gonna probably go the first Goosebumps because I know mm. my kid loves it and it is a, it, it is enjoyable. Jack Black is funny yeah. in it. Um, like, and so I I would do that one because it, that is like a fun family movie. It does have some scary moments in it. Like that's what I want. Like I want to be able to watch something that kind of has those scary moments where yeah. like a kid could get hurt, you know, the monsters and it, it has that. And it, again, it's entertaining where the adults can enjoy it too. So I would, I would go there. Uh, my third film, um, I would go, I don't know if I would do first or second Adam's family. You know what? No. Nah, um, I mean, it's not, it's Halloween. It and not really Halloween. No, nah, I'm not going to go Beetlejuice. Cause that's a cliche. Cause it's not really a <laughs> Halloween movie in all reality people play it but it, i mean it's not so i think i'm gonna go with um Ernest scared stupid just yeah it's the, we're talking Stay about it brand. yeah and then the last one i'm thinking either casper or not nah, just so to throw in the 80s i'll do the worst witch because tim curry's in it and he does this whole song uh you know anything can happen on halloween and it's an amazing song and i'll be if you guys don't know it around halloween time Keep an eye on our page because I'm going to be posting that video. Okay, that's good to know because <laughs> I was just yeah. I was, was going to say I need to see this. I don't I don't and think then, I've uh, seen that. Yeah, Faruza yeah. Bulk, she's the the main kid. It's it's very just picture Harry Potter, but instead it's it's girl witches. Gotcha. And, okay. And yeah, and she right. becomes she's considered the worst witch, and she becomes the head witch at the end. And Tim Curry is like the Grand Wizard, and he comes and performs this song that's fucking amazing so 80s and it's badass bro like you know <laughs> um yeah so those are gonna be my four so you got you okay. know a newer film but then you got some old classics in there so it's like i, I got something it. from the 2000s from the 90s and then the 80s there you go love it. covering all your bases there i love it yeah i would go nightmare before christmas um mm. not not out to cause any fights with anybody i'll just put nightmare <laughs> up there um, I actually really liked Adam Sandler's, you know, installment into the Halloween genre with Hubie Halloween. Oh, the Hubie? Yeah. Which actually kind of has some strong Ernest vibes, you know, with the, oh, okay. he's kind of the Ernest in his community there a little right. bit. Isn't, right. isn't Hubie right. Halloween, isn't that the one he made as a direct response to not getting recognition for uncut gems? Or am I thinking yeah. of something yes. else? Yeah, yes. that's what that's what he said. If I don't win an Oscar, I'm gonna go back and make a, a garbage <laughs> film or something like that. And look at that! <laughs> now it's making Matt's Rushmore. It's beautiful. Hey, here yeah. we are, full circle. Yeah, um, I just recently watched Corpse Bride with my kids, and the thing mm-hmm. I loved about it is that their use of colors was very much the like Halloween type coloring that I remember growing yeah. up with, and so it was very nostalgic Halloween for me. Um, so I'm putting Corpse Bride on there, and then. I will throw in another Adam Sandler, Hotel Transylvania. Oh, wow, the Sandman. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're wow. going heavy on Sandler this Halloween. <laughs> ah, it's a lot of Sandler. It's a lot of Sandler. <laughs> cool. Well, we want to thank uh, you guys again, Santos and Freddie. Absolutely. Uh, we also want to give you one last chance uh, on this episode to let everyone else know where to find you and about your podcast real quick. All right. Uh, you can you can listen to me and Freddie, uh, eighty eight miles per hour podcast. We are on wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll find us, especially the main two, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're on there. 
Um, we also have the the Instagram. That's where we tend to do most of our stuff because Facebook flags everything I post. Mm. So I stick <laughs> I stick more to Instagram. So you know we do have a Twitter, but like I said, Instagram is our main page. But if you reach us over there, you can find us there. Everything again. Uh, the Instagram is eighty eight mph pod. Um, we have a website. You could go check us out for everything of the Brothers Bear. Uh, it's brothersbearnetwork.com. That's where you could find more about, you know, the history of the whole show from the beginning days till now, which I need to update it for the last year to add more featuring Freddie. But it, it tells the whole history of the show. You could check out the archive. We have everything from the very beginning of when it was flat out 80s movies and then the, the transition where it was three of us hosting. So, you know, so, yeah, you could check us out there. Um, and, yeah, you contact us, you know, whatever, interact with us. We'll respond back. And but other than that, yeah, that's where you can reach us again. It's just me and Freddie, just you know, we're just always having a good time laughing and <laughs> revisiting films, and yeah, you know, just that's all it is. It's just you know, having memories about it, and yeah, yeah it's then, a good time. I I can vouch for that. Like, like I said, having listened to the half baked episode, it was like I felt like I was just kind of like in the car, like I was in the back seat. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you guys were in the front seat driving, yeah, right on. And I was just like kind of listening. Yeah, it was. It's a good time. Yeah. All so right, man. Awesome, Thank man. You for that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Check these guys out. Santos and Freddie. It was great having you on. Thank you for joining us tonight, hey, man. Thanks. Um, and uh, for those of you listening, catch us next episode and have a great night. Do you like this? I think accessory is important. I, I think, think very much are. so. For hunters especially. I know. You never know when an animal is just going to jump on you. And I you know. don't know if he's going to match your coat. That's it. Or if he's going to become one. <laughs> that's, that's the most important thing. You know, I think live furs are very important for the women in the 90s. If you're actually wearing an animal and someone you don't like is there, you just say, sick. Hurt them. That's not bad. No. That's it. Pause. The fur will just fly. <laughs> fur. And if you have a baby seal on, if you're near a pool, you're fucked. <laughs> He'll drown you. <laughs> We'll be right back. We're talking fashion. I'm Bob, and this is our show, In Your Ear. Uh...